Hey everybody, RJ here. Before we get into Vasanoka Adventures episode 10, I just want to say a quick apology for the audio quality issue in this episode. I'm not sure exactly what happened because, full disclosure, this episode was recorded back in September of 2020, but for some reason the microphone did not pick pretty much any of us up very well for a good part of the episode. So some of the audio quality is just a little bit janky on the episode. So apologies again. Uh, I hope you still enjoy the episode. And I'll talk to you again at the mid-episode break. Previously on Realms and Nerds, The Vasanoka Adventures. I've been hearing rumors of an evil brewing in Vermoor. I know that you've been wanting to test your skill. See if you really are all that you think you are. Son, I really need you to go out, find out the truth of Vermoor, and bring it back to me. Hell is burning higher and higher every day. The actions of the underworld are taking over this world. You, Furbolg, can you please be cool so that we can stop all of this? She looks over at Sana and she says, you're the only one I really trust right now, but I promise that I'll be nice. So, Raven, um, it's been wonderful getting to know you, but um, where are you, uh, where are you headed, if you don't mind me asking? Honestly, I, I don't know. So, my furbolg was 16, and she was out on a rite of passage, and when she, uh, to, uh, dispose of a blight that was affecting her forest and when she returned to her clan it was gone like not just the people like the buildings and where it once was was just trees morning they took off on the builder's road towards the borders of Khalir and they had been traveling for a few hours. They took off pretty late in the day uh, as everyone was rather uh, still drunk or hungover from the night before. So, you know, they were taking off from camp well past noon, probably two o'clock. And so at this time, uh, it's maybe maybe five o'clock or so the sun is um it's, it's starting to come down but it's still high in the sky when the party encounters a a, a sudden ruffle in the brush as multiple little squirrels come running across this path and it seemed like they kind of were running away from something and then uh, a short bit later you started to see some little bunny rabbits and a few deer all kind of running out of the woods. Just it, it's like they're just leaving, you know, this this like right side of the the trail. It's just kind of they're deciding that it's not safe on that side of the road, I guess, and uh, they're kind of moving along. Ben is going to halt Winifred and dismount 
Uh, he's going to take his arrow out and he's going to draw it, but he's not like releasing it. He's not going to be releasing it. He's just going to be holding his bow ready in case he needs to fire it, like partially drawn uh, at least. And he's going to like start trying to make his way towards whatever all these woodland critters are running from. Okay, so Ben just gets off his horse, doesn't say anything, and has knocked an arrow and is slowly... Yes, uh, the ancient arrow specifically. Oh, okay. He's knocked his ancient arrow and he's very cautiously moving forward in front of the rest of the party, who I assume have also stopped. Um, um, from his horse, can Kroll do a perception check to see if he can see what's coming? Sure. Okay. What do you think it is, Ben? Did Bambi's mother get shot? Oh, was Bambi. That's not funny. He's still going through the PTSD of that. I got a 19, not my perception. Alright. As Kroll comes to a halt, um, and sees Ben dismount. He very keenly looks off into the woods, and very far out, um, he, he kind of can hear almost... It, it's it's like he can almost hear a, a disturbance. I mean, he, it's this just unyielding, uh, just unsettling sound that kind of is just almost piercing it through the woods. Ready yourself, boys. There's something coming our way. He dismounts and he draws his trident. Uh, so, is there any uh, high ground near the road that I can see? Not really. It, it almost seems like this is a road going through a flat field that is planted with just massive amounts of huge trees. So, okay, there is cover, or high ground all around you. But it's just the trees, got it. Yeah. If, okay. You know, I mean, like, I guess if, if you know, imagine just a wall right, Okay. not trees. And, okay. And I guess just, again, because Sauna is a like a NPC person, I'm just going to make the assumption, unless you tell me otherwise, that she's chilling on my shoulder. Yeah. Just so I don't have to keep asking you where she is. Wasn't she um, a deer? Well, yeah, currently she's walking as a deer. Okay. But Right, but like, I, in in other scenarios, when she's in her, I guess we'll say, normal bird form. Well, I mean, like, that's the thing, is like, she's not always going to be in a bird form. Sure. What I'm telling you is, like, I'm giving you this tool to think creatively you have a highly trained person that I'm not going to go through the process of making an entire character sheet for, but I'm going to tell you that she is basically a level 20 true. Alright, well, I know I know what I'm going to do because about this anyway. she is so. old. I got you. <laughs> so Lou is uh, going to stay mounted because that, in in his mind, gives him a a relative tactical advantage in terms of height. Uh, and he's going to lean over to Sauna and say, I don't quite like the look of all of these trees. You think you could fly up and check the tops and make sure that there's nothing up there watching us? Yeah, I gotcha. And uh, she's going to take a few uh, running steps forward uh, as this uh, deer and then is going to jump and transform into a black eagle. Okay. Uh, and then I'm just gonna 
her version. Sure. Of I'm going to call out to, uh, to Ben. Ben, uh, I advise caution. Don't get too far off the road. Ben hears. Ben hears. <laughs> he does not respond. Kroll, are you, have you taken any steps forward? And also, um, Raven, uh, what what is your intention, kind of, Ben? Um, I guess she transforms because back from being a horse into a furbolg. And she's kind of up there with Ben with her or with her bow knocked too. Okay, and at, I would say at this point, the rest of the party has also started to notice kind of this unsettling, uneasy sound that's kind of moving through the forest. Do you boys feel that? Oh yeah, I, I definitely feel that. It isn't quite right. Something's weird here. I would advise caution. Let's not let's not get too far ahead there, boys. Stay away from the uh, edge of the trail. Crawl. You asked earlier. Crawl is um staying behind Raven and Ben uh, a little bit more toward the horses. Okay, so you're still with the party. You're just kind of hanging back just a little bit. So you're more with me then. Yeah, I'm. Yeah, I'm more with. Okay. Luke. So you're definitely not with Ben because so ben, is Ben still just like striding forward. Not strapped. Ben is. He's making his way through the. Fo- he's like trying to like make his way through the forest quietly. Oh, so you have entered. You you're trying to enter. Your, yeah, that's what I, like. That's what I said he was doing yeah. initially. Oh, I thought you were moving like up the road. And well, we're on the road. Yeah, kind of like up and into the trees. Like, oh uh, yeah, off the road towards where <laughs> the, the road, direction yeah. of where all, right, all the. Um, so Raven kind of has his six. I guess maybe she doesn't have her bow. Maybe she has her spear out. And she's got uh, Ben six so that he she can make sure that um, nothing comes up behind Ben to try to get him. Okay. Uh, so Ben and Raven have entered the tree line as the rest of the group is well. Kroll and Lou um, are hanging back um, and still on the road on their horses or. Oh, I dismounted. Okay. He's mounted. Yeah, so mounted. They're, well, they're just hanging out by by the rest of the horses, um, and it, they move a little bit. The two uh, move a little bit further into the woods, and because it's so, uh, it's pretty thick right here. Uh, you guys lose sight of them relatively quickly as they move into the woods. Ah, damn it! It's just us, slow. Watch your six. So is it uh, too thick that I would have to dismount if I go through these trees? Uh, no, I, your horse has been thoroughly bred and trained. Um, moving and weaving through the forest is something that it would, it's well within its capacity. Sure, okay. Kroll, I think maybe we had better uh, give them a bit of support. Let's push up behind them, but cautiously. I don't want to get too close. Are you guys? What are you guys going to do with the horses? I'm staying mounted. The the two horses that are okay. So one horse. No, two horses. Oh yeah, I still yeah, got they, a horse there. Oh, back. Yeah. Um, oh, wait. God, I don't like the idea of leaving the horses behind. You can just smite me. No, okay. <laughs> <laughs> he could. No. Um. Fuck it. Kroll's gonna tie the two horses that aren't mounted to a nearby tree, and. Start making his way on foot next to Lou's horse. Okay. 
as Kroll ties the horses up, and now Lou and Kroll are moving into the forest, um, as you guys break the tree line, Sana comes flying back and lands on your shoulder um, and says, So, you guys should probably catch up to those other two. They're heading right into, I don't know, darkness? Some kind of a, a sickness on the forest. Well, shit. The crawl takes off running to try and call the R2 back. Can we see them? You said we couldn't see them, right? No, no, they're, you guys would have, you guys kind of have to move. Kroll starts like, uh, running uh, after them. them. Yeah, I'm gonna, um, I'm gonna spur Preston on and move alongside Kroll. Ben! Ben! Ben, you're walking into something very bad! You need to slow down, Ben! Raven! Raven! Ben! Stop! Um, Ben, can you roll for a second? That's a five. <laughs> um, Raven, you can also roll a perception check, please. Raven has ears. Seventeen. Okay. As uh, Raven and Ben continue to cautiously move through the forest, um, this unsettling sound gets not louder, but it's 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 a sound that you can feel in your body. Um, your your very bones. I feel like they are just kind of ever so slightly vibrating. And uh, Ben, is his head is starting to get really clouded by all this noise that is kind of just around them. And uh, over the noise, however, Raven ever so slightly picks up uh, a faint scream and a yell um, from uh, from Lou. And it's it's he, all he hears is, Ben! Trap! Um, so, Raven sticks out one beefy arm to stop Ben. Do you hear that? Ben shakes his head no, and then continues pressing on. She grabs the back of his collar and says, I heard trap! You heard trap? Yes. And, uh, that doesn't in, make any sense. In, in Lou's voice, I heard him say something about a trap. That's what I'm out here investigating, if you don't mind. I don't think you should go any further. How are we going to determine what it is if we do not press on? Well, you could also be walking into something that you can't handle. Yeah. That is true. So maybe we should... If they're, if they're yelling at us, they must be coming in, so maybe we should hold for a second and make sure that but we're not that, walking into something dumb. That means more noise, and that means less stealth. So, I rolled an athletics check, and I got a 19. Alright, um, just as Ben and Raven are wrapping up their conversation, and Ben, with this just glint of determination in his eyes turns around from Raven and decides to press on this small patch that they are kind of currently standing in um, of trees. Kroll um, comes and he breaks this small tree line. Back! Get back! Don't keep going forward! What are you doing? Determining what the cause of the noises and the disturbance, as is my job. And uh, shortly after Kroll 
Um, Lou then also comes strutting in on his horse. Ben, oh, thank God we caught you. Sauna said that there is a, a massive darkness up ahead. That's fine. I, I would have... I'd like to figure out what the darkness is. Well, don't step into the darkness, you fool. I didn't say step into it. I said see what it is. She said it was some kind of a sickness or something to do with the forest. Hold on, hold on. Um, uh, Raven, I-, I need your help. And she's going to uh, transform into her human form. Uh, I need you to help me. To, I'm trying to pinpoint exactly what this is. It, it's it's like a, a sickness on the forest. I, I need your druidic help. So she just follows oh, yeah, her you, along. I just remembered, you can become rabbit squirrels and deer now. You're rolling for sense magic. 20. <laughs> Alright. As Raven and Sana both kind of put their heads down and close their eyes, suddenly they, they both you know, just shoot awake. Uh, or shoot up, their heads shoot up and their eyes are, are huge as they're looking at each other. Did you feel that? Of course I did. Oh, it's it's a magical like blight on the forest. But what's doing it? I, I don't know. It, it could be anything. Uh, a leak from the underworld. Who knows? Ben's um, gonna press on then. Hearing that they still don't know what it is causing it. Ben is such a dumbass. Blue. Didn't your father tell you... What, what was your mission again? Well, we're supposed to... Uh, go to the to the east and find the disturbance. There's apparently some sort of darkness growing there. I think you found it, Boyle. But it's not supposed to be this close. Well, I don't know where you think this darkness is supposed to be, but it seems like there's something right here. I'd say caution, boys. Caution. And lady. Ladies. Alright, Ben, just Ben, just hold on for a second. Let's think about this. Does Ben um, hold on? <laughs> I said that Ben was I'm pressing telling you, did, did Ben hold on? He was walking away while they were starting their conversation. Ben, okay, I'll, so. I'll say louder then. Ben, hold on a second. Ben continues ben walking into the forest. Oh. Away from you. Uh, okay. Uh... Kroll is going to attempt to cast Death Grip on Ben and pull him back. So, uh, make a strength saving throw there, bud. Why use magic, bro? There's probably better ways to do this. Like, why not just run over and grab him again? Because it's more fun to make him fly through the air. saving? Yes. That's a five. Yeah, that ain't gonna do it. He comes flying through the air as I pull him 40, or up to 40 feet towards me. Okay, he's not 40 feet away yet. Well, he he flies, comes flying towards me. Okay. Kroll's gonna catch him. Stop going towards the blight! Why did you... We're trying to stop you from killing yourself! I'm trying to determine what it is. It's literally what our quest is. What? Why oh. avoid pursuing the quest? Alright, you two, just listen to me for a minute. I'm trying to be practical about this. We're quite a ways off the road, and you two left your horses there. Now, we have no idea how far it is to this. I say we go and get our horses, get everything organized, and we go in together as a team, not Ben trapezing forward by himself. Agreed. Trapezing its stealth. It's what I'm for. It's what I do. Do you really think you by yourself are going to take on some 
darkness. Um, I didn't say I'd take on anything. I'm trying to attempt to see what it is, which requires stealth to be unnoticed. Um, and suddenly, Silver, who's been chilling on your uh, backpack this whole time, kind of just says, He, um, yo, yo, Ben. Ben. Yes, Silver. Are you okay, man? No, Seems I'm like you're really, like, still hungover from last night. I think that you're making poor life decisions. All I know currently is I'm being squeezed to death by an undead dragon. Well, maybe if you just tell him that you'll go along with whatever they want, then he'll stop squeezing you, bro. What an excellent idea. Ben says, Alright, I'll go along with whatever dumb plan we have going on. I don't like your enthusiasm, but very well. And Kroll lets him go. Alright, Ben is now going to rush into the forest. Oh with my. His I hope you die. I hope you die. I honestly ben, hope you die. Ben, this really isn't what I, what I had in mind, but like, I don't know, bro. Like, I'm here for you, and I'm, I'm gonna be with you, okay? You moron! To the end, man. Kroll's gonna just run back for the other two horses, because this moron's obviously gonna get himself killed. And he's gonna bring the horses back to the group, so they're, the group is together, because they don't know if they're going to get lost or something, so may as well have the whole party with them, including the horses. You're running back for the horses? Yeah. Okay. (laughs) (laughs) Alright. Lou is going to try to follow Ben, because he's very concerned that this is going to get ugly if Ben goes in by himself. Raven is staying with Sana? Sana is moving forward. Raven is staying with Sana. Alright. Guys, come on! And she's uh, she's going to turn back into a stag and run into the woods. And as everyone is rushing forward and Kroll is running away... Um, we gotta get the horses! Suddenly this sound is just fully piercing and you, and all, four, like, all of you just come to a halting stop as literally this wall of just blackness slowly just moves and like you guys all are taking small steps back just kind of like completely unsettled by what you see in front of you and and I don't know it's your choice at this point you've not entered it you're just kind of slowly moving back as this wall is coming towards you Raven takes her spear and pokes the butt of it into it and then pulls it back out to see if anything happens to it. It's like you are poking your spear through thin air. Well, Ben, you found it. Now what? I'm not quite sure. This isn't what I expected. I expected a person to be at the source of this. Raven jumps headlong in. Crawls bringing the horses up. Riding, riding. Dude, I need you to roll. Two athletic checks. Two athletic checks? Yeah. Oh, you're not making do. Why hasn't he had two? He's riding a horse. You're running. I never dismounted. All the way that you guys already ran into the forest, back to the road, and then I need to know how long it's going to take you. Okay. Then you have to transport. I didn't figure we were all that far away. Horses don't take long to travel. Okay, so. No, you have to guide them. Yeah, he did. So, um, I got a 12, and 
I got um, fucking can't math right now. Nineteen for the animal or the athletics checks. Um, you said animal handling now. Yeah. An eight and a fourteen. So this is gonna cost someone. Chuckle button. All right. As the rest of the party has run further into the forest, Kroll is trudging his way back towards the road, and uh, it it takes him a minute. I don't know, like actually, probably just a few minutes to get from where they were back out. Um, and then uh, he gets to the horses. And Winifred is or uh, is giving him a lot of troubles. However, his own horse, Crystal, uh, is much easier to handle, and um, and he makes pretty good time on his way back. But that's still going to take him probably a good another uh, three minutes. So he's going to be gone for like six minutes, and then he's going to die. So um, at this point, uh, Raven has. Just walked right into this darkness, head you know, headstrong, um, chin up, with her spirit in hand, and um, walks right in. Now the question is: Do we follow? Do we go back? Do we wait for Crow? I think we should wait for Crow. I, we're already scattered. There's no sense in us getting all over the place. I. I think he should be back shortly with the horses. I say we wait for him. Yes, my liege. Seriously? Your companion just walked into a giant wall of darkness. Listen, I wasn't really even going to do that. You don't care about your citizens, do you? You expect to be a leader someday? First of all, I'm not really sure if she's necessarily my citizen. That was sort of unclear. Um, But... Uh, Regardless, of course I care about her, but we need to regroup. We can't just keep charging headlong. That's what I was trying to get everybody to do the whole time. Yeah, well now you have one person running into darkness and another person that's in safety. What what, what would you have us do that, Sana? Press on. Let Kroll catch up. But how is he going to know where we've gone? He decided to run back. That's on him. I think I think it's better <coughs> for us to go in after Raven at as full of strength as we can. Fine. Whatever. And um, both Ben and Lou are standing just outside the darkness, and uh, as this wall slowly moves forward, they keep uh, just taking small steps backwards. And then, without really noticing, Sana's just going to dip off into the darkness. So, can I cast, or so can I, uh, do a perception check while I'm in there? You can. So, 15 plus 6, 21. 21, alright. You do not have dark vision? No. Okay. Um, as you move into this darkness, it's not uh it's not a magical darkness you can see your perception is rather low at max you know you're you are seeing maybe ten yards out in front of you um, um I guess she pulls out a torch and uses druidcraft on it to light it okay 
that will help your perception slightly. I mean, like, uh, at this point, it the, the shadows around you seem to still engulf the light that your torch is giving off far more than, than any, even the darkest night. And it's eerily familiar for Raven. And, and suddenly, just the feeling that she gets in looking around, there there's just these complete walls of darkness in front of her, and yet in her heart, she knows exactly where she's going as she continues to press on through the darkness. And it, it brings her back to her very first mission with her people. It was her rite of passage. And it starts to bring back memories, not of what the, the rite of passage was. It, that almost was a blur. But it starts to bring back these memories of coming back to her people gone. And not just being completely alone in the woods. And her family and her very home missing. And she presses on with this fire in her heart, and yet it, it seems like the worst memories and the worst pain that she feels is is being relived again. She snuffs out the torch, she puts it back in her pack, and she draws her dagger, spear in one hand, dagger in the other, and she picks up the pace a little bit as she moves further into the heart of darkness. Okay. Lou and Ben continue sitting at the darkness and a few, uh, five minutes have gone past or so and, and Ben seems to be getting rather impatient though he understands that his sole duty is to protect Lou and he would like to go forward but he, he knows that it's more important that he follows what his leash says. Lou, if I may offer a suggestion... Yes, but of course, my friend Silver here can fly and could find Kroll to let him know what we are doing, where we are going. I know I know it's not quite the go in with the full force you're looking for, but it might help expedite the process. Okay, uh, yeah, um... Lou is going to turn and look. Uh, does he see Kroll coming? Uh, at this exact moment, no. Okay. <sighs> ben, I think you're right. It, it, it's been too long. I thought Kroll would be back already. Um, my my friend, uh, Silver. Is he talking to the bro? I mean, that is your name. I don't want to go in his head. He has heard you. Uh, Silver, can you go and find Kroll and guide him to us once he gets to the darkness? Does he want me to go find Kroll and bring him back to you? Uh, yes. We're going to push on into the darkness after Raven. Kroll cool, right? As far as I recall... Okay, fine, 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 fine. Tell your prince friend that I'll help. He says he shall get about it immediately. All right, good. Um, will you ride with me, or uh, or do you want to stay on the ground? I shall 
uh, walk beside you, I think. Very well, then. Let's press on and find our companion. Yeah, let's do this. And uh, Lou's going to spur Preston forward into the darkness. As Lou and Ben break the darkness and enter, they suddenly both feel, you know, the the feeling that they were, the sound and the feeling in their bones that was before, it's just completely washed over their body at this point. There's just a complete uneasy feeling inside you. Every bone in your body is telling you that every inch of this place is wrong and you shouldn't be here. Well, it's no day at the spa, I shall grant you that. It feels like... It feels like the world, but off somehow, like the, the middle of a bad dream. Well, you're you're the uh, the the tracker, Ben. Where do, where do you think that our companion has gone? Well, first things first, we should make it a bit easier for ourselves to traverse. Ben is going to uh, take out a torch, and he's going to light it with his tinder box. Okay. So Ben pulls a torch out of his bag and lights it real quick, and um. The sight of, of the, the bright fire is a relief to both of them. However, it almost makes everything feel worse. Like, now you feel safe within this tiny little pocket, but now you know that everything around you is darkness. And it, 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 it almost makes the reality of where you are scarier. And as they walk into the darkness and lit their torch and begin to walk on, Silver has taken flight and been, has, has started flying back to um, the road where they had come from. And he very quickly runs into Kroll. Quite literally almost runs into him, but nearly misses him as his tail kind of, as he comes to an abrupt stop, his tail comes flying and comes within inches of Kroll's nose. And he kind of, he stops and is just looking directly into Kroll's eyes. Oh, jeez. Um, hi there. Oh, no. They didn't go into the darkness, did they? And he's just going to kind of give a nod with his head and turn around and start flying. Ah, crap. That's probably all Ben's fault. That's that moron. And he starts following with the horses. All right. With Silver guiding you and how far you'd already come. The darkness is rather close at this point, and you get there. Um, really, honestly, by the time you get there, it's only been a minute or two after Lou and Ben had taken off. Right. So, if you still are moving oh, rather abruptly, you know, you could catch up to them. Oh, Kroll's just... Kroll, seeing that they're not there, he's assumed they've gone into the darkness, and he's just going right in with uh, Winifred and Crystal. Alright. As you break the darkness, Silver kind of shakes a little. It's almost like you're turning on a, a nightlight uh, as he kind of just gives himself a little shake and then his whole body becomes bioluminescent. Oh, that's a handy feature. Um, and it's, it, again, it's this just small light that is given off around you. You can see within this small pocket 
but there's this feeling that you're not where you're supposed to be. Eh, feels like me every day. I, he's undead. I mean, nothing's natural <laughs> <Yeah>. anymore. <laughs> Feel right at home in here. And Crow continues moving on, uh, happy as uh, as could be. And, and um, we're going to cut back to Raven, as Raven has continued <coughs> moving on with her, her torch out. In this darkness. No, she put her torch away. Yeah, no, her torch out. Yeah. Her torch. Yeah, yeah. Okay, okay. Put her torch okay. out. <laughs> okay. He's, he's picking up what you're dropping. After putting her torch out, I mean, she only had it, you know, ignited for a few moments before deciding that it was better off in the darkness. Suddenly, she hears um, something behind her, and she hears a very familiar voice. <laughs> Raven, is that you? Sana, what in the blue blazes are you doing in here? <laughs> well... I wasn't going to wait for Lou to decide that the rest of the party was red. Alright, um... Listen, I, I need you to cast a light on yourself so that I know it's actually you. Oh, okay. And, uh, she's going to... I don't know, she's going to create a, a small haze around her of light. It's Leviosa. Leviosa. Um, I'm sorry about that, um... I've been in something like this before, and... Wait, you have? It messes with you. What is it? I've I've never seen something like this in these forests before. I'm not going to talk to you about it, right? I'm not going to talk about it right now with you, but just know that I've been through this before, and we, we've got to make it to the heart of this, all right? And I, I know where to go. You just, just follow along with me, all right? All right, press on. And she is going to follow very closely behind Raven as they continue to press forward. After just a, a minute in the darkness, a minute and a half or so, Ben and Lou are met by Kroll and and Silfer as they come running up. Ah, oh, there you are. Decided not to wait for me, I see. Well, that's why we sent Silfer back to fetch you to bring you Well, obviously. Off. Why else would you send your little pet? He's not a pet. All right, the two of you, we don't have time for this. Let's quickly mount up and let's go. We need to make up some time here. Yes, sir. Works for me. Uh, Ben's going to mount up on Winifred and give her, like, a comforting, like, pat on the side. Ah, what a lovely darkness, wouldn't you boys say? I wouldn't mm. say, but... Uh, I don't know. It, it doesn't really feel all that much different than all, every day, so, I mean... As his majesty was saying, it's no time for small talk. Ben, how certain are you that we're going in the right way? Sir, all I know is that we've been going the same direction that we've been since we got in here, and that's all about I can do at this point. Can we not look for some sort of trail or tracks or something? I, I've been working at it. There's not really... there's. Not really a trail to be found in the middle of the forest. Can I do a survival check, see if I can't find a trail? Sure can. No, I meant like the trail left by Raven, not oh. not like an actual trail. Okay. That's a 19. Uh, as Kroll is looking down at the ground and kind of at the trees around them, he, he notices that these trees are planted in a somewhat uniform pattern. There really there are these these rows within 
the trees. Um, as you can see, as Kroll can see just ever so slightly off to the side, there there seems to be like another small tunnel kind of of a small break in trees next to them, a little ways off. And then the one off to the left of him, he sees a um, a set of deer tracks and a print uh, and a, a few paw prints of a furball. There, there, they went that way. I see their tracks from here. All right, let's uh, let's try to follow this trail. Maybe uh, I don't know, Ben. Do you think that we should space out a little bit so we don't miss anything? Yes, but only. Only as far as we could see each other. That's wise advice. Here, and he's going to uh, retrieve a torch from his uh, from his pack. Uh, light my torch for me, will you? All right, he takes out, or he, you know. Yeah, you've already got your yeah. torch. Touch it, they touch torches. Hips. Ben, do the thing. <laughs> Julie. <laughs> Best character in that show. All right. Um, and then, uh. And then Ben is going to turn to Kroll and hand him the torch that he's been carrying. Here, I can have Silver accompany me to keep light. Very well. Alright, they're going to trade light sources. <laughs> Apparently. <laughs> he's got to have his, li- he's gotta have his little yeah. buddy with him. As Raven and Sana continue to move into this darkness, uh, <laughs> Raven trudging forward and Sana falling behind her, uh, as as Raven has has this natural direction, she seems to know where she's going. Uh, when suddenly, off uh, a fair way off on your right side, you hear this loud snort, just a huge inhaling. Um, can I do a perception check to know exactly where it came from? Is that true? Yeah. Oh shit. Whoopsie doopsie. Oopsie doopsie. Unnatural 20. <laughs> Unnatural 20. You are able to get fairly good pinpoint on where this is coming from. Like I said, yeah, you were already able to hear it off your right side. But after, after really analyzing the sound as your vision is complete shit uh, at this point, your hearing is a bit a good bit better. You can notice that he's probably 30 feet in front of you and then uh, another 20 or 30 feet off to the right side. Did you hear that, Sona? Yeah, I sure did. I don't know what that is. Um, Maybe we should bunker down for a second and wait for it to come to us. Alright, sounds like a plan. Um... Do you do you have a weapon on you? I mean, I don't really need weapons. Weapons are uh, kind of material possession, and I've moved on past the need for. She grabs. Things. She grabs into the ground. Do I? Can I do a survival check yeah, to grab a root out of the ground? And so is death. Sure. I thought she just, <laughs> just grabs. <laughs> She's at human rate. Oh, okay. Um, so that's a 15. Okay. As a complete badass, using her her druid craft, Raven shoves her fist, just punches into the ground, and the root system of this forest is so uh, immense and just 
and and dense that uh, she's able to shove her hand into the into all these vines loosely below the soil and and forming in her hand a sword ish club. I mean, it's a, it's a big stick that kind of resembles a sword or a club, and and she shoves her hand in and pulls it out with all this this dirt just flies up and um she now in in her hand has a a, a big root that's maybe i mean it's a, it's a, would be comparable to a like a long sword in size um she throws her spear to sana there you go now we've both got a weapon just in case all right thanks um, she takes the uh, this opportunity to cast shillelagh on him shillelagh okay she uses her spell attack modifier instead of her uh, strength modifier to use it. Okay. To, um, and it does uh, a d8 die instead of a d4. I didn't tell you what a die was. Oh, you didn't? Okay. How does the spell work? The weapon. Does the, it double the weapon's damage? No. What Shillelagh does is it causes it to go the next die up in damage, and the damage is considered magical. Okay. It only works on, um, basically weapons, essentially, like clubs or quarter staffs. That works well. I was gonna give you, uh, 1d4 plus 1 for damage, so I guess it'd be 1d6 plus 1. Awesome. Awesome. Okay. So, Raven pulls this, I'm gonna call it a root sword. There it is. You got a root sword, buddy. got the root sword. Raven's gonna pull this root sword out of the ground and toss her spear to uh, Sana, and they're both going to kind of crouch down and, um, as in Raven's words, bunker down. Um, and you continue to hear this this snort, kind of just heavy breathing sound uh, as it kind of, it, you hear it a few places around you, almost like the sound is circling you. And we're going to jump to the other group. And I am here, children, to take you down the path of enlightenment in our nerd culture. This ever-changing creature that is the nerdiverse is in the palm of my hands. Follow me, children. Howdy y'all, RJ here. I'd like to start off this break by saying thank you. March 15th was the podcast's fourth anniversary, but it also marked another huge milestone for the show. Realms of Nerds has now surpassed over 10,000 combined total downloads and streams. Thank you all so, so much from the bottom of our hearts for your continued support and listenership 
and for helping us reach this milestone. We absolutely cannot thank you all enough. And here's to the next 10,000 listens. If you're interested in helping to get our show to that next 10,000 listens, one of the best ways is simply by sharing the podcast with people that you think might be interested in the show as well. With a podcast available on so many services, such as iHeartRadio and Spotify, it should be easy to share the show with them, no matter what platform they prefer listening to podcasts on. Also, if you are not already, please consider subscribing to the podcast yourself on the app to get notified when we upload new episodes of the show. Don't forget to also follow us on social media to keep updated on the podcast. You can find us over on Twitter, Instagram, and Facebook, all with the user handle Realms Nerds. Also, don't forget to include the hashtag Realms Nerds when making a post on social media about the podcast. Please be sure to check out the podcast's promo at the start and end of the commercial break. Thanks again to our friend Kyle for composing our show's main theme, as well as Justin from the Lit Gaming Arena podcast for his rendition of the theme that's used for this campaign. And, of course, once again, thank you all so very, very much for your support. I hope you have a great day, and I will talk to you again when episode 30 of the Return of Ornon campaign releases. Now let's get back into the rest of the Vasanoka Adventures, episode 10. Hey, this is Ken M. Padawan J. Coach Duffy. From the Ocho Duro Parlay Hour podcast. Every week, the ODPH is talking sports, movies, TV, comics, and more. It's always a parlay of topics on each episode. You can find the ODPH on Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, iHeartRadio, Spotify, Stitcher, Podbean, and wherever you find great podcasts, such as the one you're listening to right now. Don't forget to check out OchoDuroParleyHour.com, where you can find the links to all of the ODPH social media accounts, links to the bands whose music you hear each week on the show, hashtag 607 podcast info, and parlay points, our companion block section of the show. Thanks for listening to the ODPH. Now get back to your regularly scheduled podcast. As Kroll has met up with the party and they uh, now found the tracks of Raven and Sana, they're going to go off to the side of the, the little clump of trees they're in and move to this uh, small little path next to them through the woods uh, and continue on forward. Uh, now mounted, did uh, did Ben mount now that his horse was here? Yeah. Okay. So now that all three of them are mounted, they're making uh, a, a pretty good pace through the woods. A little bit better, I should say. I mean, the horses themselves are just like you aware of this magical presence around you. So, controlling them is... I wouldn't say it's hard, but they also don't really want to be moving more and more into this darkness. Uh, so, they're not really running, you know, or, or even trotting. They're just trudging on. I mean, you're making a better pace than you would on foot, though. And as you guys are getting a little bit closer you hear a slither right in front of you, outside of your light. And this slither kind of just eerily moves in front of you, and then you hear nothing. Well, that was ominous. You don't say. Ben, I just had a thought. Um, your 
dragon friend, Silver, appears to have something of a connection with Sana. Perhaps he could go on ahead and try to locate them? He doesn't appear to want to talk to me, but maybe you could ask him about it? I mean, he can hear you fine. It's just his end of communication has to be through me. So, Silver, what do you think to that? I mean, it's possible. I can, I can do it, man. Well, I, I shall leave it up to you. He's asking you if you would like to do it. I'm just the middle man. Did you hear that? The slithering? I, I definitely... Right yes, I'm a little concerned. I really want to go over there. Well, you don't have to. The choice is completely yours. Well, you know what? Screw it, bro. I got you, man. All right. But whatever that, that thing is, uh, be careful, okay? Uh, always. All right. He says he'll do it. Thank you very much. Um... Now to the uh, perhaps more pressing matter. Um, and as as um, Lou continues to speak, Silver takes off, and you see this light just go into the darkness. And as he's getting outside of the torchlight, you see a small shake, and the bioluminescence just goes away, and he's gone. We should probably figure out what that slithering was, wouldn't you say? Yes, as I was about to say. Um, the more pressing concern is possibly uh. Oh, what the hell was that? I don't know, but it's making my, my scales crawl. DM, may I do a good old-fashioned perception roll to see if I can oh, figure this out? I don't you mean to. it's making your scales crawl? Oh! Ah! <laughs> <laughs> you got me there, I was like, oh, scales, good or good, I crawl, and I was like, fuck. Points for originality. Um, uh, that was seven for me. Lou kind of looks off into the woods in front of him and his eyes are failing him so he closes them and turns to his ears to see if he can hear something else but it appears that whatever it was it either has stopped moving or is outside of what he can hear. Coral's gonna actually press Crystal forward with and hold him torch up try to see if he can't see at the edge of the light, whatever it was. Okay. As he moves forward. Question. How long have we been in the forest? Too long. Um, I don't know, man. How long have you been in the forest? I don't know. I went in the forest, and we've been there since. Uh, how long has it been? Ben doesn't know. Okay. Well, it's not... Okay. I'm asking this because after... Uh, Can I clarify something? Yeah. Has he just not been keeping an accurate recall of time, or does he actually not recall when they came in? Uh, I mean, you guys know that you haven't been in here for a super long time, like, within the darkness. But after entering the darkness, you're so consumed with the, the feeling around you and where you are that unless you're very keenly focusing on how long you in the darkness, it's not what you're concerned about. Okay. Like, it's the, it is the least of your concern. So, with that information, I'm going to suspect that the, the, the kind of nullifies my natural explorer trait. Basically, like, there are, like, certain things with tracking I can do, or that, that I have 
boosts after being in the forest for an hour, because that's the terrain that I chose was well, forest. You've been in this forest for well over an hour. You've been traveling okay. through this forest. Okay. At this point, you know, you haven't been directly walking through the woods, but you've been yes. around Well, that's because it's talking about terrain. Yeah. So because we were on a just like on a road, I wasn't considering that because that's not really tracking. He's just going down a road. So I, I would consider it once he got off the beaten path is kind of where I was considering I would, it starting. I say you've been in here for now. Okay, and, and also with the, you know, all the stuff going on with our focus not being as sharp as it usually is, so, okay. Okay, so, Kroll pushed forward, correct? Correct. Okay. He's pushing on. Did we immediately say see anything happen to him? Nope, he's still moving forward. All right. Kroll, uh, you continue moving forward cautiously. We'll, uh, we'll flank you on either side and see if we can watch your back here. Sounds good. Kroll's actually gonna pull his trident off his back and All right. hold it in his right hand at the ready. Uh, Ben, Ben, you take the right, I will take the left. All right. Ben's not even gonna worry about lighting another torch. He's just gonna okay, deal, so deal I, with I, it. I, I, just yeah. to kind of, like, give you guys this picture... Kroll is, is now a bit in front of you, and you guys are heading off. There's, you know, now between each of these paths, there's a, a good chunk of trees, you know, a couple six feet or seven feet of, of tree line before kind of like there's another small opening. So you guys are, if you guys all had a light, it would be, you know, you'd be able to basically kind of all have interlapping lights. Um, if that kind of makes sense. But, there, you know, as far as, like, response time, like, you're a small bit away from each other. Yeah, that's... Okay. Kind of the plan. That, was, that was kind of the idea. Yeah, okay. that's... Oh, yeah, did Ben light a, no, another torch? No, I just he said, said he was... said he's not He said I'm not going to bother. I said I'm not going to okay. bother with that and just <laughs> go go about walking through the darkness. He gets okay. the darkness. Yeah, but yeah, yeah, we were... That was kind of the plan, was to stay a couple feet separated, so hopefully whatever is out here, we... We'll catch sight of it before it gangs up on all of us. Okay. Agreed. And Kroll, you're still pressing forward, following. Yes, Kroll. Yeah, Kroll's following the tracks, pressing forward. Light up, trident in hand. Okay. He's the tip of the spear. Uh, and tip of the so trident. as you guys kind of all break off and are following Kroll, you're continuing moving forward, not hearing much, but Kroll has noticed a small patch in the tracks where it looks like Raven and Sana had stopped for a minute. Kind of see, like, multiple tracks, like they were standing there for a second. Is there a big hole in the ground, perhaps? <laughs> no, just where they stopped. Alright, um, he's not going to stop at this patch, he's going to find where they kept going onward. They, the tracks keep going on the Okay, he's path. just going to pass over, but he's going to make a mental note they stopped here for a minute. Okay. And as you guys continue forward... All three of you, I wouldn't say simultaneously, but one after the other, all hear the same slither again behind you. That's disconcerting. Was I able to determine which way it went? It kind of sounded like the sound was starting on like the left side and came around the right. Okay, so it like started right behind me and then went past that. Yes. Okay. Ben, it went your way. Do you see anything? Ben's gonna, like, glance behind him. 
real quick to see if he sees it. Um, kind of check what you want me to do for that. Twelve. Upon hearing the sound, Ben quickly snaps his head behind him and then off to to the right side. And he, upon hearing the sound of slithering, he sees something that looks vaguely of a tail move out of his vision. However, uh, he's, he has no idea what it is. It simply is something that he's not even sure if he actually saw what he thinks he saw. Or if it was just him tying a sound to a something in the woods. Yeah, like imagining movement to kind of go with the sound. Exactly. Yeah. I'm not sure, sir. I, possibly, if anything, it was just a tale. It was just for a brief moment. All right, well, keep, keep your eyes open. It seems like it's probably on your side now. I imagine so. All right, um... Raven and Sana are still crouched down, looking all around them, eyes peeled, and, and this, this sound, this snorting, has kind of continued moving around them when suddenly they hear a loud hiss off be- uh, behind them from where they came. And then they hear a, three large snorts, and then... I'm going to need you to roll a dexterity saving throw. I'm rolling like a madman today. That is an unnatural 22. Alright. Raven hears these three big, deep inhales and exhales, and then, with uh, no vision necessary... She simply takes one graceful step to her side, kind of coming uncrouched and then moving to the side as this creature comes running right uh, in, you know, past her eyes. And she's able to discern two large bull horns and this humanoid-esque face, but has, has the... The face of a gorilla and the teeth of a saber-toothed tiger uh, comes plowing past her with two massive arms and two goat-like feet. Is there any way that I can make like an attack while it's passing? Uh, no. No. Okay. Uh, this this creature is going to come blasting past Raven and smash into the trees in front of her. Uh, and one of its horns gets caught. Raven's gonna run up to it, and... Do I get advantage because it's stuck? Yeah. Alright, she's gonna make an attack with her, um, wooden sword. With, with her, her root sword. Root sword. <laughs> root sword. Oh, shit. Um, so that's a 26. That will hit. Roll for damage. A nine. nine. Nine for damage. Okay. Raven comes running up on this creature, and with this root sword casted with magical energy, she smashes his back, and he moves forward, and, and as the hit of the sword on the back comes down, uh, his horn snaps through 
the tree and the tree breaks around his horn and he stumbles off the tree and forward into the woods again. Did you see that blighter? Holy hell was he ugly. Oh my gosh, what was that? I don't even know. I I I remember that I remember seeing them before though. You've seen this before? Something like it. <sighs> Alright. What do you want to do? Press on? Keep pressing. We can't let it stop us. Alright, uh, the two of them are going to continue moving through the forest. And now cutting back to our other group, uh, Lou and Ben and Kroll, all three of you, off on on the right side still, on Ben's side, um, but a good ways in front of even Kroll, you all hear this loud hiss. Oh shit! Ben, do you see anything? Seven for perception. Ben hears this sound and, and can tell it's right in front of him, but he has no visual recognition of what's in front of him. No, Curl, I do not. Uh, he is going to, however, draw his bow in the, the ancient era. Okay. Curl, how close did it come to you? I'm not sure. Uh, Curl would like to do a perception check off towards Ben, see if he can make out anything it's like off in front of you. Oh, it's off in front of me? Off, <laughs> off of the right side. Okay, I'm going to see if I can see it. So that's a 19. 19. Alright, uh, with a 19, Kroll spots this tall body, vaguely female, with some kind of a tail coming off of it as he catches uh, just the briefest glimpse and it then cuts off in front of him uh, and he loses sight of it. Some kind of a... I think... I'm not sure exactly. Looked almost like a woman, but had a tail. Maybe a, 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 a lamia? I'm not sure. I don't like this idea of being stalked around like this. Perhaps it's best if we keep moving forward. Hmm. But maybe we should close ranks. I'm not sure. Maybe it would be... Maybe it would be better to try and do something here? Well, went off to my left, but I'm not exactly sure where it is. I can't see it. Ben, what do you think? How, uh, for the DM, how close are, like, the, how close do the tree branches come down to where we are? I mean, the lowest branches are still probably good 10, 12 feet off the ground. Okay. Maybe, you know, maybe if you did some, some nice, like, parkour off tree, you'd be able to, like, jump off the tree and Jump off, off the horse, but off the tree, up to the You wouldn't be able to just jump naturally. Sure. Maybe off your horse, yeah. Alright, so, um, uh, Lou is going to spur Preston over and, uh, come right up alongside Ben so that I can talk quietly with him. Ben, it seems like this thing is staying just out of our reach. If you... Stood on your horse's back. Do you think that you could reach one of these branches? Possibly. I can at least give it a try. I'm thinking maybe if you jump up there and Troll and I move on ahead a ways, perhaps we can get the creature to focus in on us and you can get the drop on it. Alright. Let's do it. Alright. So do you need to do... Uh, Roll a dexterity check. Dexterity? Uh, yeah. 
Probably athletics or acrobatics. 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 Yeah. Acro. Nat 20 plus 323. Holy shit. Alright. Ben comes strutting over to this tree. And Winifred takes his feet out of the stirrups and puts them on the saddle and very gracefully hops up onto the trees and is able to position himself on a nice branch right above this small trail. Alright, Lou's gonna grab Winifred's reins and um, guide her along, try as much as he can. I mean, obviously, like, I know I'm ho- I got a torch, so there's some light, right? But as much as he can, trying to pretend like he has no idea what Ben has done. And I'm just gonna go, Alright, Kroll, Ben and I have decided. I think we're going to move forward a little bit farther and try to scout out the trail. Let's keep pressing on. Sounds good to me. And Kroll keeps moving forward. And you know I'm gonna give I'm gonna give Kroll the little head tilt like, you know. Uh, I think Kroll's got a good idea what's going on. So we're gonna move forward uh, about, uh, you know, not too far, probably only like fifteen or twenty feet. Uh, and then Lou is gonna dismount and pretend like he is uh, trying to examine the the tracks on the trail or something. You know, sort of like looking like he's lost the trail or something like that. Okay. As uh, your crawls with Luna. Crawls. Oh, are you still on your? Crawls just a little distance away from Lou still, okay. but he's within within sight. But so you kept like that six foot space. Six foot right now on the the right side. Yeah, I'm on the right side, right there with. I'm like so. I've got the two horses with me. Preston and Winifred are with me, and I've just dismounted and I'm standing, pretending like I'm trying to find the trail or something. Okay, so you're like actually almost even with Kroll now. We're we're, we're still basically. practicing that social distancing. <laughs> yeah, you're but you're as far as on your trails. Yes. Yeah, we're even we're, we're about even. Trails. Yes. Um. Okay. Suddenly, on the left side, Kroll hears the same slither as the slither comes on his left side, down behind him, and off to the right. Okay, it's going around my backside. I. I, I just heard it. It's went around my left, behind me, and to, then to my right. It's circling us. Has Ben seen it? Ben, I'd like you to roll a perception check with advantage. 16. As you hear Kroll cry out, you now hear this slither coming your way up this trail behind Lou. As you can see him just off and had a ahead of view. You're just outside of like his light. And um as you see this figure you now get a, a good glimpse at it and as as you or as Kroll said before, it it is the top of this creature is a female with pale green skin and six arms, each one carrying a, a short sword. And as you move down her body there's armor, and then where the torso, or where the, the, the torso would normally end, it goes into this large, long, green serpent tail with scales. How far away is it from that? It's almost, it's, I mean, it's coming up your trail. It's like behind you right now. It's coming. It's going to be right below you soon. Okay. I'd like to take out my two long swords <laughs> and, like, Ready myself so that way when she like, huh? Dual the 
longs. Double check, but I'm pretty I mean, sure. a longsword's a one-handed weapon, so I think yeah, so. I mean, you get. Turns out you can't. Okay, then I can't. So I'll do it with a long sword and a short sword. You can do that. There we go. Okay. Because short swords are definitely light. Big in the middle. Okay. Long sword is going to be a 21 That'll versus hit. AC. And then the short sword is going to be 16 versus AC. That will not hit. Okay. So. Alright, that's 10 slashing damage. Okay. Can he at least, like, have... Oh, but she's got six arms. Fuck, she's that's... Arms. <laughs> yeah, there's... I can't really kind of, like, put the knife, the, the blade to her throat with the other one and, like... Screw the others. You jump down from the tree. You know what? Yeah, he's gonna, like... Correct? Yes, can... Can he, like, try and, like, jump down so that he, like, lands on her, like, tail part thing, like... On it? Sure can. Alright, cool. Do I need to make a roll for that then? No. Okay. But I want to know are you going to stay there after you hit her? Um, what are you doing? Yeah, um, I'm going to assume that that's not, I don't have enough time to like try and like knock her top part, like knock her down like over, but that's so, but he'll, he'll stay there far enough back to try and be out of range of her swinging her swords, although I imagine if her top part's like a human, she doesn't really have good backwards range. Because I can't, you can't move your arm that far back. Um, yeah, she can turn around with that tail. Think of a snake, but oh, oh yeah, that's right. But, okay, so but so he'll be he'll be the on a closer. You would be to her in action. And those abs. Yeah. <laughs> so he'll, but anyways, he would. I imagine he probably landed about like halfway ben, or ben, closer to it. Uh, sits stalking in this tree as he makes out this figure and drawing his longsword and short sword. He leaps from this branch, coming down with his long sword uh, on her shoulder, and he catches her shoulder with a hit, and it glances off her armor, but Nick good into her shoulder, and he comes down with uh, with one foot on her tail, and is, is holding her tail with his foot as he's kind of also pushing up against her back. Greetings. Glad to finally make your acquaintance. I'm fucked. No, dude, you're fucked. Oh, you're so fucked. Don't worry. <laughs> <laughs> I love how you're just like, I'm fucked. Well. How does a 13 day seat sound? Sounds pretty fucking weak. Doesn't it? No. Okay. As Ben comes down and is stomping on her tail and uh, says hello, she with her elbow, is able to, to knock him uh, off her tail, and she turns around and gives him this screech, and it seems as though she's saying something to you, but it's in a tongue that in itself, when she's just screaming these words at you, you can tell that it has meaning, but you know that every syllable is just blasphemous speech. Yeah, it means fuck you. Well, glad to know that we can't quite communicate. Uh, and she's going to then take her swords and swing at you, and I'm going to give you an 
acrobat or dexterity check to jump out of the way. Seven. Alright. Um, you're gonna take ten points of damage as uh, she's going to clip your arm and leg respectively with two of her arms and this is going to send you kind of stumbling and upon you reeling back she takes off right up towards Lou and upon hearing both Ben come down with his sword and then her scream and this this tongue that she was speaking Lou is now alerted and sees this creature coming towards him. Oh yeah, Lou. Yeah, Lou was uh, ready to go because he was waiting for the trap to be sprung. Well, the trap has been sprung. So, um, her trap. Tra- okay. Yeah. Well, I and her trap. Okay. Um, I guess uh, he's gonna try and attack with his longsword. As this creature comes at him, mounted on horseback, still. No, he he jumped down. Because remember, he was like pretending like he was looking for signs or whatever. Okay. You know, setting the trap. Oof, that's a uh, that, my friends, is a spicy seven. You will not do it. Lou and Ben have <laughs> not been um, rolling good tonight. This creature is going to continue moving towards you as Wu stands ready with his long sword and comes down with a heavy strike. She is able to just effortlessly move to the side as she's moving in the serpentine pattern. And now does a 21 to hit sound. Nope. That's gonna do it. That that does it. That that will do it. All right. Um, Some kind of low. I mean, he's a fighter. He's not a total. Eighty <laughs> <laughs> um, fourteen points of damage as she moves to the side, and this huge tail comes whipping from behind her. It's like that video that dude just does with the giant chain, like just huge whip, you know. Yeah, yeah. She just comes reeling back, and this tail comes in. It takes Lou's legs out and sweeps him off his feet, and also hits the two horses that are with him. And they both stumble to the ground and are now they both got hit and are laying down. And and so are you, face down in the dirt, as she moves past you, moving forward. It's a powerful fucking tail. Yeah, uh, fourteen points of damage is pretty spicy. <laughs> okay. As Raven and Son are pressing forward after this first uh, encounter with this beast, headstrong moving forward, they again hear these huffs, and now this beast is coming right at them head on and roll another deck saving. That's a one. Oh, no. You're going to get, as this creature comes running at Raven, she stands her ground, sword in hand. As she uh, goes to 
move to the side and dodge. This creature puts its head down and comes down and picks Raven up with its horns right under the armpits and then brings its head up and sends her flying back down this path a good 10 to 12 feet as she hits the ground and slides. You're going to take 13 points of damage. Um, well, that's some spicy shit right there. Sure is, isn't it? That's one spicy mate of all. With this creature standing right next to Sana, instantly she drops the spear that Raven has handed her and morphs into a brown bear and takes a giant swipe at this creature. As she connects with both of these claws, at both paws, swipe into either side of this beast. He runs off down the trail back towards where he had just thrown Raven uh, and Sana comes running after him as a bear. As Raven gets her composure and begins to pick herself up after she just got smashed to the ground, she readies herself as, just as she's getting to her feet and getting stable and is readying her sword as this beast comes running right at her. I'm going to give you an opportunity attack. So, what I want to do is... So, it's coming at me with horns, ready to go, right? Yep. Since I have the ability to pick up and move things that are one size larger than me, or larger than medium, as, like, can I... Can I grab this thing by the horns and pick it up and slam it myself. Um, no. No? I can only hit it with the sword? This creature is too big for you. Okay. He's a beefy boy. Oh, okay. That's uh, 23. That'll hit. With a fruit I grabbed out of the ground. <laughs> Alright. As Raven steadies herself, this creature comes running at her, and just as it has done before, it lowers its head and its horns are pointed right at her, but she jumps to her feet and smacks him right behind his ear, basically, hitting his head to the side as she jumps to this, uh, off to one side, and um, the creature staggers and again smashes itself into this tree as, Rave, as um, Sana comes running up as a bear. She's going to get a strike as Raven is still catching her balance from jumping out of the way and hitting this creature. But the creature, much quicker this time, seemingly uh, enraged from this last hit and noticeably doing worse, breaks loose of the tree before Sonic can get there and um, swipes his horns at her and runs off further down the trail, back the way you came. Let's keep going. After the beast? No, just keep going down the path. But the beast is heading right back towards our party. Uh, she looks towards where they were going, and then she looks back towards the party, and then she looks she looks back and forth a couple of times, and then she grabs Sana's arm and starts running back towards the rest of the party. All right. Sana and Raven run off after this beast, and we're going to cut back to the three of you guys. 
So Ben is gonna have, be charging towards that one snake lady creature. By the way, after she turned and slid away, he, oh, he crawl, started running after. Crawl's taken off after her on crystal. Have you moved over, or are you still in, on your same path? Oh, I'm I'm moving off to the right where she is. So you're moving past where Ben and Lou are because she she threw. Ben in the woods and then whipped, tail whipped Lou and kept moving down that path. So you're going like straight over next to Lou and then forward? Sure. Whatever okay. takes me towards her. Okay. I'm on horseback, hopefully outrunning her so I can keep up with her at least. Nothing else. Okay. I'm trying to keep her in my line of sight. Preferably attacking her, if nothing well, else. By the time you get over to the path where Lou is, she's already moved outside of your God light ring. Damn it! Horse, move faster! Position yourself better. <laughs> we were like six feet apart! I made it very clear that there was going to be time involved in moving from one path to the other. Very well. Oh, down these trees! Kroll, did you get her? No, I had to get through some fucking trees for some freaking reason. My liege, are you alright? I think we should stick together. Oh, that was a... That was a nasty hit. Um... Looked uh, quite spicy from where I was. I'm... Uh, I can't tell you I'm doing great, but, uh... I think I conti- can continue on. And as you say that, you hear another of these loud hisses in front of you, but it sounds like it's moving away from you still. We must continue onward. I agree. If there's things like that out there, it just makes it all the more important that we find our companions. Yes, yes. Get on your horse. Yes. Uh, Let's move quickly. So before they move on, Ben will have helped Lou back up, and while he's doing that, he's going to use that time to do use uh, cure wounds. Okay. So that's going to be one Alright, well, you get three hit points back. Woo! Better than nothing. Yeah. It's the thought that counts. Yeah. <laughs> Apparently that die didn't want to do any better than a uh, one. Okay. You've been rolling very well tonight to begin with. I got a nat 20, so you can shut your fucking face. I have. So he's got those health points, and Ben will go astride Winfred, and I guess we're all chasing after the snake lady. Alright. Um, are you guys going to continue on, on this path that she went down, or are you going to go back one path over? Uh, the path she went down. Okay. Yep. Right. Hopefully she's still on that path. Hopefully, yeah. Hopefully she stay on the path. Oh, wait, we're trying to find our friends, and their tracks were on the path that I was on, correct? Correct. One path well, right now we're chasing the snake lady. Well, hopefully it doesn't cut off our their path of Wait, the hang on. Is the snake trail and the trail we were already following different trails? Yes. The one you're on is the one off to the right from the center path that you started on. The one that Ben was had been traversing before sure. we but they did all the follow drop on the same direction. They all go right? relative. They all go the same direction. Okay, let's just stay on snake trail. Okay. Well, hang on. Isn't it better to find our companions than chase down this evil? You know, I kind of agree with Lou. It's probably a better idea to find our companions. Strength in numbers. Fine, but if we get stabbed in the back, I'm blaming it on you all. The party decides that they're going to 
continue going the direction that the snake lady went, but they are going to move one trail over to the trail they were on. Um, and as they do so, they're moving hastily down this center trail when suddenly they hear these loud snorts in front of them and the creature comes moving towards them and with Kroll's torchlight, Ben picks it up. Right away, he sees this target and mounted upon uh, Winifred, he knocks his ancient arrow and is going to take a shot at this beast. Uh, 15 against Stacy. Alright, roll for damage. That's 6 piercing damage. As this beast with two massive horns and, and large teeth comes charging down this trail at them, Ben instantly readies his bow, drawing back and taking aim. He looses the arrow, and within this darkness, the silver arrow, it seems to almost bring light. It pierces through the darkness and hits this target right between his eyes and leaving just a gaping hole straight through his head. He falls to the ground as the arrow returns to his hand, covered in a eerily purple-blue blood color. Lovely. He's gonna wipe it off with a rag, I guess. Okay. Well, what well, never was heard that? Anybody. Another one of these people creatures, I am going to assume. Tall, dark, and ugly, that's what it was. And suddenly after they hear a large bear as it mounts up on its back paws and lets out a roar. It's a bear, everyone! Form up quick positions! Let's go! And then they see as Raven walks next to this bear. That's not a bear, Blue! That's your sister! I'm not his sister! Then what are you? We're cousins. Cousins? Loosely related. Loosely? (laughs) 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 It's Sana. Oh, Sana, of course. I'm assuming that you saw the creature. Uh, And he points at it on the ground. This one, Ben just killed it. I don't want to alarm you guys. But we're dealing with demons. 